guys to another episode of the Rap and Wrestle Podcast. You guys know me. I am Derek. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Rap and Wrestle. Make sure you subscribe and like on Instagram and Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get all your streaming needs. Today, very special day. Got a very special guest with me, the Immaculate Thread, Nevaeh Chantel. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm glad to have you on. Um, you know, I always like to, to get on, um, you know, wrestlers that I think are just killing it and just doing a good job. Uh, you know, Thank you. I saw you with uh, Invictus and with uh, Goddesses of War, and um, I think you're just doing some great things out there. So I was like, I got to get you on. I wanted to talk to you for mm -hmm. sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, for you, um, you know, like we said, you're doing, uh, you know, Goddesses of War, Invictus, uh, training with the Monster Factory. Um, how did like all of this start for you? Like, how did that love for wrestling? How how was it creating you? Uh, well, I'm I'm an introvert. Like, I'm always a kid that likes to house. Uh -huh. Um, so like I used to just watch like my uncle's videos, like the VHS tapes with just wrestling, and I could spend hours just watching wrestling and just you know I just fell in love with it. I love the story aspect of it. It's not just competition sport; it's the story behind it, kind of like a telenovela word with body slam you know what i mean like it's just like um a cool way to mix to like it's a cool way to tell a story to yeah put it no definitely i can definitely see that um you know for you kind of like at that time i'm because me i'm i'm 34 years old right so uh -huh. when i fell in love with wrestling i felt like a lot of girls probably didn't like wrestling or maybe they didn't just tell me did you feel like were there other girls around too that like wrestling? No, like the only one? no, uh, right? Like, so I'm, I'm 29. So yeah. when I fell in love with wrestling, it was uh late 90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. I feel like like there was like tomboys, but I feel like I was the only one who liked wrestling. So I used to hang out with the boys a lot, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the boys just think it was cool that I watched wrestling. It's yeah. like we don't have a girl we can talk wrestling with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was. It was interesting that, you know, I didn't have a lot of female friends until I became a teenager. Mm -hmm. But when I was like in elementary school, I used to hang out with the boys because the boys used to just think it was fascinating and I watched wrestling. Yeah, man, that's 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 cool. That's that's so funny. I, I always thought about that because I'm like, yeah, when I was younger, I'm like, I don't remember any of the girls like actually hanging out with us and talking right. about wrestling. <laughs> um, when did when did you decide and think like hey, I'm going to take this serious and I, I want to try to make this into a career. So, uh, so, so 2014, I was in college. And honestly, I'm not a bookworm at all. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm smart. I can do college work. But I just wasn't in love with it. And I've been through a lot of like trials and tribulations in my life. And I was mm -hmm. like, what's the one thing that always made me happy? And I was wrestling. Yeah. But the thing that was always holding me back was I wasn't athletic enough to do it. And I used to keep telling myself, I'm not athletic enough to do this. And one day I just was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. And if it don't work out, it don't work out. But at least like I can say I did it. Yeah. Um, five years later, I'm here. Oh, man. That's great. So you say you're like, you weren't athletic uh, and you decided to get into a sport where like athleticism is like. Yeah, that's exactly thing. what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy We're, so um how was it like um just trying to find a school and like how did you settle on where you ended up with monster factory 
So there's several schools in my area, but um, I think just how Danny Cage presented his school on social media and stuff, especially around that time, um, I was just drawn to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the fact that he was very direct. Yeah. And also, like, the actual shows looked at so much fun. It looked at exciting. Everybody who was watching their, uh, the Monster Factory shows, all the fans looked at happy about it. The wrestlers looked at I just was like, why not? Like, I just was like, I'm going to go with that school. Just because it just seemed, I don't know, it just was something drawn to me to it. I was like, yes, I, maybe that's the school for me. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there, I was scared, but I felt home. Definitely, definitely. Um... What would you say, like, how were your experiences, or uh, how are your experiences as well with, with the Monster Factory? And what would you say is probably like the most valuable thing that you've learned so far? Um, even in an individual sport, it's good to have a good team. And the Monster Factory, we're tight knit, especially now, post pandemic. Um, I've learned at the Monster Factory that it's good to have like a good support system in this business. Mm -hmm. We all want to see each other win. We all want to see each other go to the top and get contracts. We have good coach system in place, yeah. um, supportive coaches. Um, I think what I like right now about the Master Factory is that Danny is wanting us all to succeed and get contracts and just go on to greater pastures right now. Yeah, that's cool definitely. to have someone that wants to see you guys like right, look i love you guys but you guys gotta go you guys gotta go to the next level that's what's yeah. cool about me yeah no that's that's definitely good to have that uh type of support system behind you um you know just even when when you were when you were a kid and you know you said you were watching um you know the vhs's with your uncle um what were like some of your like favorite memories when you were a kid watching wrestling that you know made that kind of made it stick with you um so the one pay-per-view that i watched a lot was unforgiven 2000 um and it had so many different stories it had you know the china and eddie and then it had triple the triangle with triple h kurt angle and stephanie mcmahon yeah. and it still had also like this group fatal four-way match and i just i felt like i was getting a taste of different things on every single match mm -hmm. and i was like i have to watch more of this and then yeah. the next month was no, no mercy and you see the evolution of the story because at the time i was only watching it pay-per-view by pay-per-view i don't think i actually watched raw until maybe that november and yeah. just um those things stuck with me just seeing how everything like just want to know what happens next and i think right now that's actually what's missing in wrestling it's like that need to know what happens next with a storyline not twitter or drama like that like actually watch the wrestling story and want to know what happens next yeah you know it's, it's so crazy that was like a that was like a different time i, I feel like wrestling mm -hmm. i don't know if they could ever repeat it it was just like it was I great for us social media heavy now social media kills everything it's like you literally, you can, you can just go online and you can know what the outcome is going to be of any pay-per-view, like 90% of the time. You don't even have to watch right. it. So it, it just sucks. I do miss that. I miss that as a child, just, you know, just, uh, you know, what's going to happen next. That was always a, a big thing. Um, 
But hey, I mean, I guess things change for the better. And um, right. you know, when we talk about changing for the better, one of one of the things for sure is is women's wrestling. Uh, we yeah. we've seen how that has progressed, and you know, it's just amazing how far. Um, I know. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you know Synergy Wrestling. They uh, just did a whole women's tournament. You know, Garden yeah, State I was there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it's it's amazing. So. Um, you know, for you, what what are your thoughts on like women's wrestling today, and you know how proud are you to be a part of it? I'm so proud because when I grew up, like I said, like it was a different time. Um, it was more how you look versus what you can do in the ring or what story you can bring to the ring. And I love right now that no female wrestler, even in the mainstream, like people criticize WWE for maybe not pushing black women, but think about how many black women now we actually have. Yeah. in WWE that you know are athletic women Bianca Belair Naomi you know what I mean mm -hmm. think about it like growing up we had one Jacqueline yep. then when Jacqueline kind of they kind of slowed down Jacqueline pushed, then we had Jazz yep. you know but we did and then a little couple of years later we had Alicia Fox but we never had this type in this time had black women who are just as valuable to the company yeah. and WWE's eyes. And I think we just gotta be patient. Just women wrestling as a whole though right now is amazing. No one looks the same, no one wrestles the same. No one, and also we're mainstream. Yeah. We can be at a award show like the SBs. You can see Charlotte Flair and understand she belongs there. You see Becky Lynch and understand she belongs there. But that's really also cool about it. Yeah, man, it, it's it's come a long way, and um, it's just amazing how far uh, it's come. And just I think, like you said, it's just um, I feel like they like places like WWE and just with the times they stopped limiting themselves. So it was like we were still getting these great wrestlers, you know. It was still it was Trish Stratus, it was Lita's, and like that. But it's like I with black people, I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to like being entertaining being athletic that's like that's our world right there so it's like when you put us in a, a world a sport like this it's like we have we always going to succeed in something like this so i think that's how you you open up the doors you got these women like you said bianca Belair, sasha banks it's like you just see their swag there's uh the beauty there's uh just the athleticism that's like everything right and also for the first time black women aren't afraid to embrace our culture and be us facts facts we can be as flashy and, you know, bring that swag that makes us Black women unique to mm -hmm. the WWE, and that's what's amazing about it right now. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I love that, man. I definitely, just as, like, just as being Black in general, I just love that, you know, when someone mm -hmm. just be is themselves and, you know, people accept us for that, for sure. Right. Um, you know, for you, you, you've um, done intergender matches as well. And um, you're you're out here. You're hurting these men too. It's not even like it's it's unfair. <laughs> like, what's your right. um, what's your ideas on like intergender? Uh, your thoughts, I should say, on intergender wrestling, and do you look forward to doing more of it? Right. So growing up, I watched China. So China was mm -hmm. my you know my idol. Is weird. I have a picture literally like right over here of okay. her. Um. So. Intergender wrestling for me was always cool. <laughs> I used to think it was something strong about a woman defending herself, a woman mm -hmm. being able to kick ass just as hard as the men. Um, when I joined 
uh, when I did Dojo Wars and I was presented with an uh, intergender match, like I always did training matches with guys. So I wasn't intimidated at all when Dojo Wars said they were gonna let me wrestle men. Yeah. Um, I was actually excited. And it was cool because last around this time last year, like me and Karen Bam Bam were challenging guys in a tag team tournament. Yeah. Only female tag team, two black women. You know what I mean? And it was cool mm -hmm. because like we almost made it to the finals, but it was cool to have that experience of just kicking guys' ass and people on the internet understanding we are a threat to win. But no one didn't say, why are they in this tournament? It was, of course, they're in this tournament. Yeah. Which is you know, cool. But I love intergender wrestling. Yeah. We need no, to see more of it. Yeah, no, I, I think we do. And I, I love when it's like, it makes sense. And, I, you know, like, for seeing someone like you in an intergender match, like, you're, like, legit badass. And I literally will think, like, hey, she really can beat this guy up, like, in real life, outside of wrestling. Like, I don't right. think it's just, like, an act, and, you know, oh, it's, like, a small woman taking on. So I, I love it when the story is right and it makes sense. And uh, I think we definitely, yeah, we, we need more of it for sure. And, um, you know, I just think the time we're in is, like, we, it's, we should start, you know, blending those lines and, you know, like, I think even like we've seen with um, what we saw with like Tessa Blanchard when they gave her the, the Women's World Heavyweight Championship, you know, I think things like that are interesting and I, and I kind of like the right. way they do things And like you know, Tessa, I want to say Tessa's controversy, like, you know, her controversy aside, yeah. she was the right woman for it. She had the side, she wrestled, like you see the matches, the psychology was there for the mm -hmm. intergender match. So her controversy aside, I do think TNA did a great job with building her up as a legitimate uh, world heavyweight contender. Yeah, no, definitely, so. definitely. That's that's definitely for sure. Um, so let's say who who are some of the men that you haven't been in the ring yet that you would like to actually do a match with? Ooh, on the indies? On the indies, yeah. Let's, the indies, you can give me indies and professional, whichever you like. Mm, ooh, okay. So, uh, Hmm. I know that's tough. So, Everybody always asks women, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, my Monster Factory brother, Royal Money. Nice. Who just debuted at Dark last night. Nice. Um, definitely. Uh, you can give me. Hmm. Wow. You really threw me off with that one. Um. Yeah. Give me Rick Recon. Give me LSG. Nice. Another Monster Factory brother who I would love to get in the ring with. Um, wow. That's tough. You really, <laughs> you really got me thinking now. <laughs> you're going to be thinking about this all night now, making a whole Right list. now? No, I'm really going to be like, oh, now I'm going to really have to make a list. Like, who do I want to wrestle? But those are definitely the main two. LSG mm -hmm. and Royal Money. Because those two dudes trained me, and when they did train me, they didn't go light on me in the ring. So I know they won't go like me in a match. Nice. They beat me like I was a man, and they gave me the respect to beat me like a man. Nice. So yeah, I will love those two are definitely. Yeah, those two, those, those are two good guys, man. LSG, I, I love LSG. I see mm -hmm. a lot of him over at uh, Russell Pro over here in uh, Broadway. So I definitely, I love LSG, man. Um, let's see. So. Uh, you've been at uh, Monster Factory. Uh, we said Goddesses with the Titan uh, Invictus. Do you have your eyes set on anywhere or where, like, you're 
what are your plans that you would like to go to? Any goals? Um, I would like to wrestle for Synergy. I love what they did with the women's wrestling. Um, right. I would love to wrestle. I wrestle in New York a lot. Um, I haven't wrestled for House of Glory. I would love to, like just be a part of whatever revamp they do over there. Yeah. Wrestle Pro. I would love to wrestle for Wrestle Pro. Um, for Wrestling Magic. Um, Capital. I, I want to next year. I, I just want those companies as I start working my way up. Shine, definitely yeah. shine. So definitely, especially. I just feel like this year, um, I had to focus more on training. I had some awesome debuts post pandemic, but now it's time to go to the next level. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, let's let's get into that as well. You know, it says trying. It's time to go to the next level for you. What are like your personal goals that you want to achieve? You know, the year is over. We, we were talking about that. You know, 2020 is coming to an end and heading into 2021. Like, what are those goals for you? And what, what are you set to accomplish this year? Well, next year, and I'm manifesting it right now, I will win my first professional, my first title. Nice. I will be a champion next year. Like, I'm manifesting it right now. I will be a champion next year. Number one goal. Nice. Um, I want to have, I don't, we don't know the state of the world, but I would love some more debuts under my belt, wrestle more places, get my name out there, possibly an AEW dark match. Um, I just want to take, like, this time next year, I want everybody to speak on my growth as a performer and, you know, have my name in the conversation as top, one of the top girls in indie wrestling. Definitely. Yeah, I think you, you're definitely you're on your way there if you, you know, keep going the way you are right now, for sure. Um, when it comes to, like, you know, critiquing yourself, um, what would you say is the biggest progress that you've had since you've started wrestling? And what would you say is probably something you still want to work on and get better at? Um, I'm still learning how to wrestle as a bigger girl. Mm-hmm. Um. I am, you know, I am a bigger girl and I'm, like I told you before, I'm proud of the fact that I was able to wrestle, like to become more athletic and to grow and to do things that a couple of years ago, I couldn't even do a roll or a bump or anything like that. So seeing my progress now, it's time to now know how to do proper psychology, footwork I have to work on and those type of things so I can accomplish my goals that I want next year. So right now, these last couple of months, I've been just training a lot, you know, wrestle locally so I can still get my name out there. But next year is definitely gonna be the year where I kind of buckle down on, you know, working on my flaws. Perfect, perfect, good answer. Um, what, outside of the ring, so we just, we came off of, you know, quarantine, everybody was on lockdown um mm-hmm. what 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 were you doing like what were those your hobbies like what were you watching like how was okay, it how was so, that going for you uh i was playing a lot of video games yeah video games that i didn't even know came out <laughs> um i was playing um batman tall tale mm-hmm. i was playing uh the wolf among us like these games came out years ago that just i've been so busy i didn't know that they came out so i was playing them gta i was getting caught up on Yep. Um, UFC four. I was playing all those video games. On TV, I was just watching um, a whole bunch of YouTube. Um, Power. 
um, like powers, like my absolute favorite show. I was watching Drag Race. Oh, oh my man. gosh, a whole bunch of Batman. Awesome. Yeah, that's, like, cra- that's crazy. That 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 time too. I was like, I was caught. I got caught up on like GTA as well, and mm-hmm. and GTA. I was like, yo, I'm doing online. I'm thinking like, oh, this is dope. GTA is from like 2015. I'm like, what? right. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah, because that GTA, like they don't, I don't know why, but I don't know why they're not making a new one, but they keep updating it. And even though I talk, sh- I might talk shit like on Twitter about them doing an update instead of a new game. I know I'm uh-huh. still going to play it. So let me just yeah. cut it out. I think it's too hard for them to, to, to make a new game. It's, they create a whole world. It's crazy. So I think they're just like, man, we just going to keep updating it because it's too hard to keep creating those worlds. Um, what about um, what about music? What were you listening to during that time? Uh, music. So I was listening to Trey Songs. Um, I was listening to uh, Tiana Taylor. Uh, oh, my, oh my, I was listening to actually a lot of music. Um, wow. I listened to like, a, I, I always been like a person who listens to an album, Pop Smoke, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, who listened to an album a couple of months later. Uh, I listened to the new Gucci that came out a couple months ago. Yeah? Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was listening to a lot of music. Come, yeah. And also, I listened to music, again, like, that I haven't heard in years. Like, I was listening to Yellow Wolf, and I was like, what Yellow Wolf? <laughs> like, yeah, words, right? <laughs> right, it was like... Uh- yeah, that's that's yeah. crazy. I was um I was I was listening to a, a lot of uh, hip hop during that time. Um, what else? I got back into I got into battle rap. I don't know if you ever watched battle rap, but battle rap is legit. Like wrestling and hip hop literally combined. They take it. They I take ha- it so serious now. I used to watch battle raps, and I need to start getting back into them again. It's it's way more. It's way more advanced right. now. They got stories. They do promos. They, uh, it's the, what? just the presentation altogether is way better. I'm telling you, check out your uh, URL, Ultimate Rally with Smack. Uh, it's oh evolved God. crazy. It's like a full on production now. These guys doing battle rap, they're getting like the big stars are getting like freaking 50,000 a battle. It's crazy. It's, it's, oh, evolved. yeah, I definitely gotta look into that. I yeah, definitely, definitely gotta look into that again. You know what I was watching also? Um, a lot of hip-hop okay. history stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching like uh, Tupac old interviews, Biggie old interviews, especially around the time where it was a lot of the, well, still so, like civil unrest and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was watching a lot of um, not only uh, what Tupac was saying, and but how it related to current day. And it's yeah. scary. Yeah. Very scary. So I was watching a lot of that. And also I was watching a lot of hip-hop beef. I don't know if you remember the documentary Beef. Yeah, of course. But I was watching yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. That was, I was like, I forgot these people hated each other. That's I why to, I never got the, the collab. I used to I used to love that, man. That, I think I started, I, I really started getting into that uh, when um, like 50 and Ja Rule had their beef. That's when yeah. that's when I really started getting into that. And those guys, they still hate each other to this day. Talk about it's, which is so weird because I remember being in middle school when they when that started, and the mm-hmm. fact that they're push both pushing fifty and hate each other still. I'm like, y'all need to just sit down and have a conversation. Because if you read a lot of their a lot of the 
stories behind it. It honestly sounds like if they put their ego to the side and just talk, that they can squash. Yeah. That 20 year beef can probably be squashed if they can just sit down and have a real conversation and be like, look, I did this wrong. I went about this wrong when we were young and dumb, but they still take shots at each other on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, it's at this time, it's like, it's really, it's honestly no point. It's like, what are you even arguing about? You guys living two totally different lives now than you were living at that time. It's like, 50 is like a producer going on, doing his own thing. John's doing his own thing. It's like, bro, just give it up, man. Right. <laughs> just, 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 that would be huge for hip hop if those two put the beef aside. I, I would be amazing. Talk about Gucci and Young Jeezy putting their beef aside. Right. That would be major for hip hop, definitely. To be honest, you can even have you can, if they go on pay per view, right, and have their conversation on pay per view, it will have a million buys. Yeah, for sure, people will definitely buy it. I'll buy it. Everybody will buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> Everybody would definitely. And if that buy ever it. happens, this podcast is proof that I came up with the idea. <laughs> facts, facts. You got you need ten percent on that at least. Got to give you something. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You know, uh, I was, I was, um, what was I watching? I was watching uh, Women's Weekly uh, podcast that they do, that you were on as well on uh, YouTube yeah. uh, with TK Trinidad. Um, and she asked you, uh, what did she say? She said, if you could only listen to one uh, album like the rest of the life, and you said, uh, Demi Lovato, uh, tell me you love me. So, I was like, yo, at that point, I was like, yo, I really like her. I like you a lot. I am the biggest Demi Lovato fan that you will ever meet. You wouldn't even think it. And so I, I had to make sure that I brought this for you to see. Oh, this I love a- that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this oh, is a t-shirt man. and it has all the different things. I'm going to have to rob you. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Oh man, I got look. I got you. If I, I'll see if I can find another one next show that I'm at. You at? I got you with this. I, I, awesome. I, I'll hook you up with that. <laughs> but I was like, yo, that's so great. When I when I heard that, I was like, yo, I was like, that's so funny. Like Demi Lovato. Everybody loves Demi Lovato. Right. That album, for me personally, like mm-hmm. I listened to it two years ago. But when I listened to it recently, it hit different because I was going I'm going through my own like stuff and like love mm-hmm. and relationships. So when I listened to that album, I was like, oh my God, this hits different now. Her music hits yeah. completely different for me now. And I love her even more right now. Yeah, she's she's definitely amazing. And I, I like that she um she's overcome, you know, her problems with, you know, drug abuse and stuff like that. So um um she's an inspiration, to, you know, to people as much as you know, she's a great artist as well. Um definitely, I definitely agree. Yeah, so what would you no, you know something else I I was interested in somebody else that I love that's on the independence as well right now that's coming up, uh Mother Endless. <laughs> so yeah. I saw the video of you attacking Mother Endless, and I was just like, yo, people are legit like scared of Mother Endless. And I was just like, yo, it was so badass. Like you showed no fear, you just like attack her I, and beat her I'm down. How is it? How is it? fear nobody i'm from the hood i can't fear nobody what no but that was such a fun thing like a fun program i did and it was the first time i had like a real feud with someone like story yeah. they would tell a story and it was cool just to have that experience and that video was so funny 
because it literally was just like in my head it was like if she was on the street if you had a real issue with this girl on the street how would you go about it uh-huh. you know what i mean like if the veil chantal was on the street and she had an issue with the girl who was doing all this shady shit to her take uh-huh. mother endless character out the way just treat her like another person and that's the video <laughs> I like it though. I like it. I think it showed. Uh, I think if anything, it um, it helped show who you are more, you know, than it would, you know, do anything for uh to hurt Mother Endless or anything like that. Because Mother Endless is going to be Mother Endless at the end of the day, yeah. just the character itself. But I think that just shows. There's like, no one like her on the Endless at all. No, not at all. Not at all. And oh. she, she saw, she saw amazing that. If you talk to her after a match or anything, she does not break character at all. It's crazy. She does. That's crazy. what makes her amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's so what dope. makes her amazing. I, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely one of my favorite uh, wrestlers that's out there today. Um, so let's say outside outside of wrestling, uh, does anybody do you have any like hidden talents that nobody would know that you have? Something that would be interesting. Somebody be like, oh snap, she really does that. Um, so I'm a good writer. Yeah. Oh man, what do you write? Um, I just free write short stories. Uh, mm-hmm. polish like I just write. Um, nice. hmm. I write music, but no, I would not share it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. I'm real tech savvy. A lot of people don't know this, but like I can fix the computer. I oh, think man. I'm real tech savvy. Um, I like photography. I like nice. anime. Nice. Um, so I like doing things like, you know, looking at the photography from anime. I'm going to like, when I'm in New York for wrestling, I love to try to go to a museum and look at like unique art. Yeah. So I think people dope. don't know that about me. That's dope. See, that's that's interesting. I like that. I like that. Different side of Nevea. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh man. Um, for you, would you what would you say? Um, or what advice would you give to someone who's decided that they want to start their wrestling journey and they're gonna head into training and do that? What what would be the advice that you would give to them? Research the school you're going to. Mm-hmm. Listen to your coaches, even if you don't like what they're saying. Yeah. But still stick true to who you are. Like, be, don't ever let this business swallow you up and turn you into a different person. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. I like that. That's that's definitely good advice. Uh, Neve, I'm, like, so happy to, like, see what the future holds for you. Uh, oh, thank I you. I, I can't wait to, you know, see all the success that comes your way. We're speaking into 2021. That title is coming your way. So I Title's can't wait. coming my way. <laughs> I can't wait to see that as well. Um, for all the fans that want to follow you, they want to keep up with your journey as well, how would they follow you on social media? Um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Nevea Chantel. Nevea Chantel. And that's, that's heaven backwards. That yeah. <laughs> you pay attention. <laughs> see, I know, I know. <laughs> but definitely... <laughs> Uh, once again, I just want to thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you taking thank up. Thank you for this having time. me. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I can't wait when when the success comes your way, and then we, you know, we get to talk again and get to do this all over. I can't wait to catch up with you later on for sure. Definitely.
Yeah, and for this episode, this is Derek. You can follow Rap and Wrestle at Rap and Wrestle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts as well. And for this episode, it's Derek, it's Nevaeh, and we are out.